You are listening to You Heard It Here Second. New episodes are released on DerekAndSteve.com and on iTunes as well. Just search for Derek and Steve or You Heard It Here Second and make sure to subscribe today. It's a scary TV show. I'm, I'm having trouble watching it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Derek and Steve present... I love that they're finally wearing the uniforms they should be wearing, which is their blue and yellows instead of like the mismatching white and blue and gold and, yeah. and dark puke color and whatever else. Let's revisit that one. Uh, that's more set in stone. When Ryan um, Fitzpatrick wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, that, that'll be a good time to discuss the future of Jameis Winston. More like the haunting of no chill house. Oh, man. That house has no chill. You heard it here second. Hello and welcome to episode number 119 of You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek alongside Steve. Steve, what is happening? Derek, what is happening? Um, finals are happening. I am. Fin- oh, wow. Finals <laughs> are happening. Ooh. I am officially in finals season. Um, yikes. It is very yikes. <laughs> uh, two, two of my classes have one exam. The entire grade is one exam and it's next week. So that sounds stressful. That am, sounds really stressful. I am stressed. You are correct. <laughs> um, how are things on your end? My things are, are less stressed. I don't have any finals. I just have work, and I, I watch sports, and that's, that's it. So. <laughs> that sounds like you. <laughs> uh, so episode 119 uh, of You Heard It Here Second. We have an opening drive topic today. Uh, before we get started into our two halves, which is Happy Cyber Week happy and Happy Cyber Thanksgiving. Week. No, happy Cyber Week. <laughs> Did you buy anything on Cyber Monday, which uh, is now extended five days? So I've learned. So yeah, Cyber Week, it's not Cyber Monday anymore. And Black Friday was actually just all of November. Yeah. Um, I bought a few things. I bought a few Christmas gifts. You, um, always, you always buy things on Cyber Monday. Oh, I do, but 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 actually, I don't even think I've. I definitely didn't buy anything on Monday though. I bought something. I bought some things on like Sunday night, maybe for one of the ones that starts early. Like literally, just the whole time through their sales. It's kind of ridiculous, yeah. but um, but yeah, I I did buy a few things, but not as many as I probably would have hoped to. Uh, but I just don't have all my my Christmas ideas like organized yet. So I, I just, uh, I haven't bought all my gifts and stuff. I just bought a few that jumped out at me. So what about you? Did you, did you buy anything on, on cyber week? Um, I am, I, I did. I am a cyber week sucker. Oh, wow. I know. Wow. I bought some gifts for my parents. Um, but I don't, I don't plan it out like you do. I just, I right. just browse right. and just, if I see something, buy. exactly, which is why I am the definition of a cyber week sucker. I just, <laughs> they, they throw me a deal. I'm like, that sounds great. And I buy it. I, I got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that's how they get you. And, uh, they get you the whole weekend and they'll get you all of the rest of November, what's left of it. And they'll get you in December. Yeah. There's, and there's winter deals. Christmas. There's Christmas deals. Yeah. There's uh, deals, deals, deals until Christmas. <laughs> And eventually, you're buying a car for for your buddy and putting a putting a ribbon on it and putting it in his driveway. So. Yeah, all the car commercials make that seem like a big thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. But anyway, so so that's uh, that's Cyber Week. Uh, it happens every year now. It used to just be Cyber Monday. Before that, it used to just be Black Friday. Now it's all the days. So uh, just it, you know, just last thought. I was actually I can't believe that Black Friday was like a a real thing for so long. Like where people would like go crazy. I know they still do in some in small amounts, but people would like camp out all night and like be yeah. in the store to get those deals. It's like it, it feels it's hilarious like, thinking back on that. It feels exactly. It feels like Black Friday's dying. Like I oh, feel it definitely like is. there's no and and it was recent 
that it was a frenzy. Yeah, yeah. There was like women ripping out each other's hair to get TVs <laughs> and like men punching each other in like line for headphones. Yeah, and then yeah. and then eventually stores were like, hey, if we just put stuff on sale all of November, then people will still buy them. Actually, they won't fight each other and they'll just buy them and then we won't have to put a million people on staff to break up fights yeah. on Black Friday. It's so. Best Buy Best Buy finally realized <laughs> that if they put one TV on sale, people will f- kill each other for it. <laughs> <laughs> When they could actually sell a hundred if they put it on sale online. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So there you go. Cyber Week is uh, the opening drive, Uh, and that brings us into half number one, which is sports. Monster Jam. All right, so sports. I'm going to go through these pretty quick. Uh, Nothing like nothing major playoff wise or anything like that. So uh, we will talk first with college football, a couple of big ones uh, we're, we're nearing playoff season, but we're still awaiting all the conference championships uh, this coming weekend. So uh, the crazy story in college football this past week was obviously the Texas A&M LSU game, a, a seven overtime thriller uh, that Texas A&M wins 74 to 72. Yeah. Uh, did you watch this game? It sounds like you did, but if not, what were your thoughts anyway? Um, I did watch this game. I it was one of those moments where I was we were watching the over. We're like, yes, when it, when this went into overtime, we were watching it. It was probably ten thirty at night, um, <laughs> and we're like, yes, it's going into overtime. These two teams are great, and college overtime is great. So this is a, a good moment for everyone when it goes into <laughs> overtime. One overtime goes by, awesome. Two overtimes goes by, wow, this is crazy. Three goes by, awesome. Four goes by, you're like, okay, what's going on? Five goes by, you're like, I want to go to bed. Six goes by, you're like, I need to get out of here. Like, we need to go home. It's 1230. It's it's the morning. Uh, should I order a breakfast burrito? Seven goes by. It's literally the seventh overtime. And then you're like, well, the record is eight. Or the record's seven. So to beat it, you have to get eight. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's, it's not that exciting because they're just scoring every time. But I want the record now. Now I want the record. Yeah. <laughs> and worst case scenario happens where we stayed up until one in the morning watching all of the overtimes and they don't break the record and Texas A&M wins. So <laughs> it was just a lose, lose across the board. Yeah. Although I will say yeah. um, Kendrick Rogers for Texas A&M, a wide receiver basically upped his draft stock, basically made millions of dollars in that overtime period. Yeah. He was unstoppable. Whenever A&M needed a touchdown, they just threw him the ball. It didn't matter where he was. They just threw it to him, and he scored. Yeah. Probably um, as big of a one-game or one-hour one, like, jump on a draft stock that you'll see. <laughs> absolutely. He, is, he, is, he made millions of dollars in that overtime period, and it was yeah. cool to watch. Yeah. Th- yeah. That's my thoughts on it. I, I don't yeah, really I mean, watch I, a lot of college football, but that was, it was exciting for a while, and then it got old. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't actually watch it. I only saw the highlights and saw the, the headlines, obviously. So uh, I will echo those thoughts without having actually experienced it. But um, the one thing I'm excited about, uh, not really, I'm not actually excited about it, but if I was a massive internet troll, I would be very excited about it, would be yeah. to throw throw this final score in the face of all of the SEC defense homers <laughs> who are like, SEC defense is amazing. Yeah. This is the ninth <laughs> NFL division. Like yeah, SEC defense seventy-four to seventy-two. Like, 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 the, like. I, obviously, it's it's yeah. seven overtimes is the reason for that. But it's just th- those are the type of people that always criticize, like the Big Twelve, for instance, like the Oklahoma game winning fifty-nine to fifty-six. Like that game was mocked. They're like Oklahoma. There's no defense anywhere. Like they're just scoring points. Um, yeah. 
So I think that's a funny, a funny and obviously baseless troll uh, to make at the SEC homers that uh, there was uh, no defense in a 74-72 game. Let's which do is, this really quickly. I'm going to Google so, it. What do you think the over-under for that game was? Oh, man. Oh, God. It was probably so low. Over-under for an SEC battle like that? I'm going to say it was – I'm going to guess it was like 39. Oh, gosh. Here we go. So the total score was 146. Yeah. <laughs> and the over under I would have to, I may have to get back to you here. I can't find it. E- either way it was all of them, it was <laughs> all of them are very, all of them are uh like oh my god this is crazy all the there's no like stats anymore about the over under. Yeah. Um anyway, right. I'll I'll keep looking it up. Let's move on. I'll find right, it. Yeah, so uh find that and then uh we'll get that. So the over under uh Smashed either way. So completely ridiculous game. Uh, moving to the next topic is basketball. Um, we had one real weird story break over the weekend. Uh, Dwight <laughs> Howard allegations. It's it's, I'll let you talk about this one too. Because I mean, I, I saw what happened, but you have more feelings on Dwight Howard than I do. And I, I would like you to kind of summarize this one. So the funny thing is, no one really knows what's going on. And, and to be honest, no one really cares. Um, but this person... <laughs> Mason, M A S I N, Alije or Alije, E L I J E, is a uh, a trans person um, who is now coming out and f- and basically saying that Dwight Howard is um, like being abusive and um, they had a relationship and now he's he's trying to keep uh, her quiet and it's just like this this huge. A huge thing but like who cares you can do whatever you want in your own time but this person is roasting Dwight Howard on Twitter yeah oh, like yeah. demolishing him and it's great because Dwight Howard is the biggest softy of all time like he sure he's, is. <laughs> he's desperate for people's approval and this is just going to be one of those things where he cannot he cannot handle it and I cannot wait for him to to say something about it because he's just going to crumble He's just gonna crumble. But the best line is, and, and I, it's cleaned up for our listeners' ears, is um, a tweet from Mason. So at this point, I'm afraid for my life. I'm panicking. I'm having anxiety attacks. And for a whole week, I was bullied by Dwight's team. And Dwight Howard stood there and allowed his team to harass me. Um, I became a loser in a wig when Dwight Howard is a six eleven bottom. <laughs> <laughs> just toasting yeah. Dwight Howard on social just, media. Just he's getting he's getting all of it, and he's not in the spot right now that is going to. Uh, we, we talked before about the Washington Wizards just being a dumpster fire this year, yeah. and this is not going to help <laughs> no. in any way. This is um, this is add this to the Dwight Howard's not a good locker room person uh, category yeah. because Dwight Howard might have just ripped the Wizards apart. Yeah. Like I mean, they they stink already, intentionally or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, maybe this will help um, them. They need some help. Maybe you never know. Maybe um, you never know. I did find the over under for that game. It's actually oh, okay. higher. It's higher than you think. It, it was fifty point five. Okay, that's that's a little, that's a little higher, but it's yeah. still not a not a terribly high over under yeah. for college football. They only almost tripled it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. insane. Yeah. Um. So there you go. There's Dwight. The Dwight Howard story. Just a, a little tidbit on that. A couple of basketball notes on our teams, at least. Um. <laughs> My team sucks more than yours does. Your team um, sucks. <laughs> uh, the Celtics are currently eleven and ten, which is way under their expectation. Now they did have a good win against New Orleans the other night, but uh, they are just the, the Celtics are are nowhere near where people thought they would be, and it's uh, 
their, their butt, as you've written here. Um, <laughs> and before we get to the magic, I'm just going to jump to your other point, which is that all other teams are also butt, and that's also true. Yeah. Um, it's been a very <laughs> strange season for the NBA so far. Um, in, in a league that we all assumed that the Western Conference was still dominant, and they are, I'm sure, in the playoffs and everything, um, the Toronto Raptors and Milwaukee Bucks are the only two teams that look really good so far. Yeah. Like they're they're the only two teams in the league that look like they're like championship caliber teams. Now obviously Golden State still is even though they don't look like it. Um but it, you're, but the Rockets have looked terrible, the Jazz have looked terrible, the Celtics are terrible. Um there's a lot of teams that are very very badly underperforming. Um the Magic are not one of them. The Magic so are far. gunning for that 8 spot in the East <laughs> baby. Are. I just want to make the playoffs. It's been so long. That's all yeah. I want. Yeah. Um yes. so I I think I think they have a chance. Uh and yeah, they they look good certainly. And I mean, my my one sentence thought on the Celtics are I think they'll figure it out, but it's uh here's it's my, gone on longer than I thought it would. Here's as far my as question, struggles. and I want a one sentence answer from you. Yep. Should you bench? What's his guts? The, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. So they actually did Re, uh, the last no, couple they games. Didn't. He's, they he's coming him? off the bench. Well, well, he's coming off the bench. They didn't bench him. Like doesn't play anymore. But he he's coming off the bench now. Like like pretty regularly. The is last that, like two or three games. Is that better? So I think it's better. I think that's. Uh, I think it just works better. I think they're. I think they're tweaking with their lineups. They've actually started Marcus Smart the last couple games. I think that. I, I think it's just a combination thing. I think they got to figure out who plays best with who on that team, mm-hmm. um, and then kind of roll with it from there. Um, I think that one thing is clear is that that the quote unquote like. Celtics version of the death lineup is not panning out the way they thought it was going to. It might still in the long term, but it's not right now. So I think they need to they need to keep playing with combinations and figure out what works. Um, but but yeah, I mean, one of the bright sides is Marcus Morris had a great year. He's kind of making up for some of what Hayward is not producing. So we'll see. But I, I think the Celtics will get back on track. It's just uh, taken way longer than people thought it would. So but their butt confirmed. But their butt right now. Their butt. So. Good. Um, so that's it for basketball. Uh, move on to soccer a little bit. I know that's unusual for us. That is unusual. So <laughs> I just wanted to make a note because I'm sure this happens all the time. We just don't give soccer a lot of uh, airtime, but they've earned it this week. Soccer fans are psychopaths. <laughs> they are crazy people. Um, just this week in Argentina, there was supposed to be a, a some, it's called the Copa Libertadores final. It's just like a, I don't know, like a, regular season final between two teams mm-hmm. um as the bus was pulling into the stadium people started throwing rocks and then um tear gas and like th- like homemade bombs at this yeah. bus of players who were about to play their team like they're trying to kill people who are about to play a sport <laughs> against their team that's how much they'd rather <laughs> they'd rather kill the opponent than have them play against their team <laughs> which is crazy yeah. Um, so they canceled that match. They canceled it and rescheduled it wow. at, at a different location in a different country. <laughs> Absolutely um, ridiculous. Later that week, in a different country, in Greece, um, fans got into an altercation and multiple Molotov cocktails were thrown. In- insane. Insane. That, like, <laughs> First of all, people just had Molotov cocktails ready, ready to go. This, yeah. this wasn't like a terrorist attack. This was people got into an argument, into a fight, and then the whole stadium started brawling, and then multiple Molotov cocktails were thrown. <laughs> so some somewhere somehow there was multiple people in that stadium who were like, "I'll I'll pack I'll pack a bottle just in case because you never yeah. know." And, and uh, security lines that are like, "Yeah, what yeah. are you gonna do with that? That's fine. Is that to refill your water? Cool." Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, soccer fans are crazy, and multiple 
crazy things have happened this week. So I had to give a <laughs> shout out to soccer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, got it. Got to shout that out. It's pretty ridiculous. I mean, we think it's crazy when people like get an all out fist fight at a game. And like, it's like, yeah. they're not throwing bombs at each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's insane. Um, all right. So last matchup, we're going to go to golf. So we're hitting a lot of the, uh, a lot of the sports today. Uh, the Tiger Phil matchup, which was a pay-per-view golf event. Did you watch it? Uh, of course I did not watch it. Did you watch it? <laughs> no, but I know people who did watch it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, you said, so you say here it's underwhelming. Phil wins in an underwhelming game. He wins match? in an underwhelming match, an error-prone pay-per-view matchup where... Apparently, it wasn't streaming correctly for like the first half. Um, they weren't even talking. So what, what I hear, what I heard from people who were watching it was <laughs> they were real excited. There was a lot of trash talk leading up to it. The first couple holes, they're like jawing back and forth. And then after like the third hole, it's a golf match with only two people. So <laughs> neither of them are talking to each other. They're just kind of like whispering and then like judging shots and stuff. Yeah. And then neither of them played really well. Um, it went into a three-shot um, extra hole, three-shot overtime or playoff. And it, I, I just heard that people were like, well, I was real excited. Then I realized, oh, shoot, the reason I like watching golf on TV is because they jump between players all the time. Yeah, yeah. This was like both would hit their shot, and then there was seven to ten minutes of them walking <laughs> up to hit their next shot. Yeah, um, that's, so it wasn't the best experience. Golf, so a couple couple takeaways: golf is not meant for pay per view, uh, especially not a contrived two person matchup. Um, and the reason that I didn't even give a second of thought to watching this is because of I think one thing that might get lost on some people is how utterly ridiculous this concept is. Like yeah. the fact that this match existed is so insanely stupid. Like, it, it, I want you to think for a second. Like I'm going to make a comparison. Um, during their careers, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning had a great rivalry, right? They played each other a bunch of times. It yeah. was always hyped up. This is awesome. The two best going at it all the time. Now I want you to imagine that they were the two best all the time, but they never went at it because one of them always always failed, right? Just imagine that, like in their life, yeah. that in their career, none of them they they never went at it. So then, when they were both 41 and 43. The NFL after the Super Bowl in like May, they were like, <laughs> guys, look, pay-per-view event, Patriots and Colts. Like, this is going to be sick. I know the Eagles won the Super Bowl, but Pats and Colts, baby, like Brady and yeah. Manning. Like, let's do it. Like, that's the equivalent of what happened here. Like, it's it so was, stupid. <laughs> like, it was strange. I mean, I respect it because other sports could could probably not pull this off as no yeah I mean, that's as true. you mentioned yeah, it was a little more ridiculous when golf, i made that example golf, but it's at least like, like yeah tiger and phil were talking crap like phil phil would like they'd be at an interview and he'd be like well like do you think you have what it takes to beat tiger woods and phil would go easiest nine mil i ever made <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean like it certainly is suited for like i'm not like it, it wasn't a terrible idea in the in the functional nature of it it's just like when I think about it that way, I'm like, these guys had yeah. the same career timeline. This isn't like, this isn't like somehow if you could get like Jordan to play LeBron or like you know, yeah. but like if you could somehow make a matchup of something that was never able to happen, like this, this could have happened for like 20 years and it just yeah. never did because they never, they never were both like at championship level on the same round, like in the same group, you know. Well, and golf, golf is an individual individual sport anyway, so like they yeah. played in the same tournament. Yeah, they've, exactly. They played the same course they've, together they've at the same time. They quote unquote face each other all the time. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah. I agree. It it was a decent idea in theory, but very poorly yeah. executed and bad in practice. Yeah, I can see wanting to watch it if you were really if you were a big fan of either guy, or if like you were just like a huge golf fan and were interested to see how it went. But I thought the idea, I thought it was dumb. Uh, you know, it, especially with two guys that haven't even retired yet or anything like this. Is, it just <laughs> like felt it felt weird. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So any other thoughts on on the matchup or any other sports topics? No, Tiger Woods sucks. <laughs> All right, that brings us into half number two, which is pop culture. All right, so uh, pop culture. Derek. And <laughs> go for it. We have huge news, Derek. I want to we- hear it. We have a bachelor baby. <laughs> um, Ari Leyundik, yeah, our our boy, the race car driver, Ari, yes, yes. Um, is officially going to be a father. Him and Lauren Leyundik, I think that's how you say their last name, yeah, um, are no pregnant. Idea. The Bachelor and the Bachelorette have a baby. So you will remember, Derek Ari is the the bachelor who. First looked like he was fifty. He had that weird like gray yep. hair and very yep, yep, yep. pointy face, <laughs> um, and bad profession. Yep. Um, and he left. He said yes to a different woman. Yeah, that's right. And then that's right. And then he I was can't like, remember you know what. I can't remember how long later it was, but <laughs> brought cameras in to break up with her. <laughs> it was. Yeah, awkward. that's Ari. That's Ari. <laughs> that's our Ari. That's our guy. So um, he's. And so this is correct. So just to clarify, this is the girl that he broke up with or the girl that he went to after. So to his credit, he has a baby with the woman who he wanted to be. So he broke up with his, the person he said yes to, to be with this woman who he's having a baby. Right. With. Okay. So this is, this was his final choice after he broke up with the other woman. This is his second final choice. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Right. Okay. Okay. So he, he made the right choice, I guess, but. Anyway, bachelor babies are, are few and far between because obviously it's all staged and they're not really yeah. really in love. But apparently, yeah. these two are going to make it. Would it suck to be a bachelor baby? Like, yes, it would suck, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure. I mean, yeah. I guess you have some some built in no. avenues to to publicity, but I think that no. sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Okay. Your only claim to fame is that your parents were. <laughs> insufferable to watch for <laughs> yeah 12 episodes okay, yeah, for sure that yeah definitely and your okay. dad met your wife by making out with 15 women and <laughs> found found out that he likes to make out with her the best and then and then proposing to one of them yeah and then breaking up with her on camera exactly all right th- cool th- this is gonna be a bad so pray for that kid i i think this kid's gonna be fine his parents are <laughs> rich and hopefully yeah. he the bachelor has well that's not true. By the time he's 20, we'll be on Bachelor 95. That's a good point. And he'll be able to and find people, anything. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Um, so there you go, Bachelor Baby. Um, there you go. Next, next topic, uh, the live-action Lion King trailer. Did you see it? I did see it. Did you see it? I did as well. Are you um, in or are you out? I am I am very much in. Okay, uh, very much um, in. I, I love the Lion King. Uh, everyone loves the Lion everyone King. Everyone loves the Lion um, King. I, I, so 
I don't know. I, I think that the live actions are very cool, and and I guess I'm just putting a lot of faith in them not ruining the Lion King uh, because that's a huge risk, obviously. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just confident that it's gonna that it's gonna work and it's gonna be good. I think the jungle the Jungle Book was good. I liked that movie, the the live action remake. Um, I didn't see Beauty and the Beast. You did, I think, right? I did, and I loved it. And actually, you loved it, and so I that did. was a lot. So, so, so the live action remakes have been pretty good, I think. Um, True. And I just think the Lion King has so, like the Lion King's so perfect. Like I like. So that's the point. That's well, the point of my yeah. question. So, Is the Lion to, King too perfect to reboot? It might be. It, it might be too perfect to surpass. But to me, I don't. I don't think that it will be ruined. Like I don't, I don't see a case where this movie makes anyone like the original Lion King less. Like, like the worst case is it flops. I think, and like you know, I, I'll be a little bit upset if it if I see it and it's awful and it's like that. But I, I have a hard time seeing how it will put a distaste in my mouth for the original Lion King. But so, think, of, think of this, Derek. There will be kids who only watch this version of The Lion King. That's a good point. So when you talk to younger generations or even your kids, they're going to watch this version of The Lion King, not your version. That's a good point. It's the strongest point against it that I can that I can imagine. Yeah. Um like when you that, say like when you say to your kids, "Oh, The Lion King." They're like, "Ew, that live action like weird movie." <laughs> yeah. Well, like, okay. If, if it's that bad, then I would force them to watch the original. Okay. But like 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 force them to, but uh, but no, you're right. You're right. That, that's a, that's a valid question. And and if it's if it's good enough that it that it becomes very popular, but it's not as good as the original, that's maybe the worst case scenario. Yeah. Um, for the kids, because then it's like they're gonna like it, and I'm gonna be like, no, but it's not as good. And then they'll tell me that it is as good. Think of and, the children. And they'll be like, you're just you're just old, and like you just like the original one. They're gonna be like, you're just old, and you don't like better animation yep, it's like gonna be like a black yeah. and white movie to them okay so all of those things you're you're talking me towards not being in favor of it but i'm still very much in favor of it I think okay be, i think it's gonna be great. okay to be honest i'm in favor <laughs> and there's one there's one thing that makes me super in favor of it what the live action trailer was shot for shot yes, the yes. same yeah that was awesome it was exactly the same and if they just remake the lion king exactly the same with with better graphics i'm so in so I'm in. I'm in for the most part. Like I, I want the shot for shot nature, but I'm all for them like making some improvements. But like no. I think there might. I'm I'm fine with slight differences. But I I hope that the time. I, I hope time wise it lines up shot for shot. I think that would be awesome. No, it's going to be the exact same. We're going to get a, a a real Timon and a real Pumbaa. It's going to be great. Yeah, and the songs think, have to be the same. Everything has to be exactly the same for me to be. I think it's going to okay be good. I think it. it's also cast well too. I, I was looking at the cast. I, I think oh. that the the voices are going to be good. I didn't hear any. So, Can you give me some, some uh, sneak peeks? I know Donald Glover is Simba. Uh, oh, adult, cool. ad, adult Simba. I don't know who's kid, who's baby Simba. Um, John Oliver is Zazu, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> That's great. Um, Seth Rogen is is Pumbaa. Uh, Perfect. I don't remember oh who is it um billy eichner is timon um so oh, the, 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 and the guy the, who yells on the street yeah yeah billy yeah. on the street yeah <laughs> yeah um and then uh beyonce is nala um wow i, I think it's good I, I think it's a good uh lineup so and right, uh, and james it. earl jones is mufasa again oh so, good which is great yeah good. um so yeah so there's a lot of good stuff there um i i'm in on it and i'm excited for it uh, and then just pray that it's that it's that it's the right amount of good. <laughs> My fingers are crossed, Derek. <laughs> um, cool. So 
live action Lion King. Uh, moving on to the next one, iPhone spacebar trick. I did see this. Uh, you know what I'll, it is? I do know what it is, oh. but I have a caveat, so I'll let you describe it first. Oh, you have a caveat. So for those who haven't heard, I'm about to change your life. Literally, it changed my life. Uh, <laughs> most people have probably heard by now, but that's why the show is called You Heard It Here Second. Right. Um, if you press and hold the space bar when you're typing a text or anything, if you press the hold the space bar on the iPhone, you can move around the cursor to get it exactly where you want it. So no more pressing the, the text and dragging it until you get to right in between the letters you want. Just press and hold the space bar. And which is a nightmare, by the way. Which is a nightmare. And you roll it around and you just, oh, there it is. Boom. Done. So use the iPhone space bar. If you're trying to uh, correct any texts, it'll change your life. Insanely good tip. Here's my caveat. Um, I use the Google keyboard, which on which it does not work. So Why this trick, that? this trick is for the iPhone keyboard only. What is and a Google I, keyboard? I, so, so the Google keyboard is just like a you can download it and then like you know you know how you have like an emo, like your Bitmoji keyboard or like any other like there's other keyboards you can add on your iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, the Google keyboard is just a an alternate keyboard that you can use. What's and I'm just, why, what I'm makes not it sure why I use it. I've just used it for a long time. I think that the the autocorrect is be, is is good, and um, it's got built in like GIF searching and all, and this uh, basically other stuff that I'm just used to. So it's going to be a decision for me whether I want to switch back to the default iPhone keyboard because this spacebar thing is huge. Like that, huge. that's a huge thing. Yeah. Um, on the Google keyboard, for anybody who uses that, if you hold the spacebar, it brings you to the voice thing because there's no separate button for the voice thing on that. The, like the mm-hmm. iPhone, I think, has a little button next to the spacebar, if I remember correctly, that is a microphone. Um, for uh, speech to text. So that's a little caveat. Uh, if you are a Google keyboard user, you're going to have to th- make a decision here. And AKA, I, haven't made, I haven't made my decision yet. AKA if you're an idiot. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, um, all right. So iPhone spacebar is good. Uh, I'm going to let you talk about the next one because you found this one and know more about it than I do. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be your audience for this kind of. Cool. And, and it's good. Um, so we got a recommendation from a fan that we can add some uh, feel-good stories or add like news articles or stuff into the pod just to kind of add, get some more material and, and expand our horizons. Um, so I found two feel-good stories this week, Derek. That's um, and great. And they're related, uh, cats and dogs. <laughs> um, so an Ikea store in Catania, Italy... Um, opens its doors every year to stray dogs during the winter months. So recently they opened their doors a couple weeks ago, and now a bunch of stray dogs come in and sleep on all the furniture, and people come in and pet them. Um, obviously, they make sure the dogs aren't like rabbit or crazy, but yeah, yeah. Um, an Ikea in Italy opens its doors to stray dogs. A very cute story. Uh, next, a funny story, and this is true. Um, a physicist wins the IG Nobel Prize for a study on whether cats... <laughs> should be classified as liquids or solids. Um, and the article comes with a picture of a cat squeezed into a box because, as you know, if it fits, it sits. Cats will squeeze into yes. anything and take the shape of them. Um, and the article, the, the man writes, so it's the IG um, Nobel Prize is kind of like a joke Nobel Prize held by Harvard. Um, it's for a study in like things that are funny but also make you think. Um, and the, the article for the winner here, the guy says... Um, at the center of the definition of a liquid is an action. Uh, the action is a material must be able to modify its form to fit within a container, and that's part of the definition of a liquid. He goes, okay. 
if we take cats as our example, the fact is that they can adapt their shape to their container if we give them enough time. <laughs> cats are thus liquid if we give them enough time to become liquid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so that apparently there's like a mathematical algorithm accom- accompanying it. It's like a bunch of smart people basically saying cats are liquids. Um, and the, ar- <laughs> the article is really funny and it comes with a very funny picture, which I've posted. You got to look there. up the picture. <laughs> yeah. Just, just go look the picture up. But if you, but you know that you, if even if you don't see the picture, you know that if you put a box on the ground, a cat will sit in it oh, no yeah, matter how sure. small it is. Yeah. No ma- or like if you put, if you put a bowl, a cat, you can put a cat into it and it fills up the bowl. Or in um, one of these cases, a, a drawer that is way too small yes. for the cat, but it's not actually too small for the cat because the cat can fit. Yeah. So hereby cats are liquids and solids. <laughs> There you go. It sounds yeah. pretty official to me. I'm sold. Um, and that is it for the feel-good article of the week, or and the that, two weeks, however often we do this now. Yeah. So for the for the time period of this episode, that those are our two feel-good stories. There you um, go. Anything else on pop culture you want to mention before we wrap it up? I think we've popped all the culture we can today. I think I agree with that. Um, all right. Brings us to the final drive. You want to go first or you want to go second? I want to go first, Derek. First. Do it. All right. So I have a PSLA for everyone out there. Wow. Okay. Do you get it? Like uh, PSA? Yes, I do. I do. Okay. Um, yeah. A public library service announcement. Um, so recently I have, um, well, not recently, but um, I've gotten back into reading and and, um, and buying books because I'm a big person who buys books. But um, if you don't buy books or you have a Kindle or, or a library card, all public libraries now are super advanced, especially if you live in Boston, you have the Boston Public Library, but... Even, even when I moved back down to Florida, we've just got our Manti Public Libraries here. You can go on... If you have a library card... Well, first of all, if you don't have a library card, go get one. Just go to the library, fill out a form, and get one. They're very easy to get. After you get your library card, you can go on your library's website, download movies, you can rent books, wow. you can rent audiobooks, um, Kindle books. So you, you literally, once you get a library card, never actually have to go to the library again. Um, and... <laughs> public libraries are woefully underutilized so all of the books that you ever wanted to read or all the movies you ever wanted to watch are usually available um, and they have almost unlimited funding because it's basically the last public service that the government provides beyond like roads and uh, police force and fire force right. and stuff like that right. um, so public service announcement for your public library if you get a library right. card and have a Kindle I, I highly highly recommend it Otherwise, just use it for movies or for audiobooks or for wherever you want. And you can download an app. So you can literally just, if you want a book or, a, or an audiobook, just open up your app, scroll through, pick one, and you have it for a certain amount of time. I think it's two yeah. weeks. Um, so wow. there it is. Your local public library wants, wants your free business. Everything's I'll be free. Honest, I, I'll be honest. I really had no clue like if, if libraries had changed. <laughs> you know, like, they have, like it's... That's they've changed big, for the better. That's, that's big news to know that they have adapted to, yeah. you know, all the modern technologies. That's big. And if you want the library app that, that will basically connect all of your stuff together in one app, uh, Libby, L-I-B-B-Y, is the right. app. And if you put your library card in it, it'll automatically connect to your library. And you can just open the app and download whatever you want onto your, app, onto your phone. There you go. There you go. That's big. That's big news. Go public libraries. Go public libraries. Do it, everyone. So... Uh, there's the public library service announcement. Um, my final drive is going to be uh, a Netflix show review, actually. Um, so, Steve, have you heard of the show Bodyguard? I have seen a photo of it on Netflix. Not a photo of it on Netflix. I haven't heard okay. anything about it. So, um, I will first describe this show to you in a way that you will understand. 
Um, <laughs> Please do. This is the British version of Homeland without all the crappy characters and crappy storylines. Wow. So so that so Bodyguard. Um, first of all, the main character is the same actor as Rob Stark, uh, which I didn't realize until like the season finale because he oh, doesn't wow. have the same hair and he doesn't have a beard, and I for some reason that threw me completely off. But it's Rob Stark as the main character. Um, this guy is a you know former military. Uh, he has he has he struggles with post traumatic stress, and he is he's basically assigned to be he's on the police force, and he does he basically stops a terror attack on a train, uh, and as a result, he gets assigned to be the personal security service for uh, the Home Secretary of the British government, um, who is constantly under terrorist threat throughout this entire season, um, and there's like some political side stories to it. There's of, of very much an anti-terrorism uh, central point to it, um, and it's just it, it's it's a six-episode show. Uh, I believe they are renewing for season two, but so season one is six episodes. They're all like an hour, so it's not like a quick, easy watch. Like they're they're a little bit longer, um, but it's a very very intense and gripping show. Uh, I, I highly recommend watching it. Um, the season finale of this show is like probably up there with the most intense episodes of anything I've watched. Um, but like, and I, I don't say that lightly. Like it's very much like it's, it's extremely, extremely intense and intense in a, in a good way or in bad a good way? way, in a good way, not in like a, well, I mean in a, in a somewhat stressful way as the viewer, but, it, but in a good way, like it's a very fulfilling show, uh, viewing wise. So, uh, I'm not going to really give spoilers or anything, but uh, just kind of since I think a lot of people probably haven't heard of it, uh, and I sometimes struggle with Netflix original shows figuring out whether they're good or not because like their Netflix their, their Netflix originals like Netflix is going to pitch them to you either way. Um, but the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes were good for this, and I gave it a try, and it was excellent. So uh, I highly recommend. So wow. there you go, Bodyguard. Uh, season one. Season one. I would give probably like. Uh, 90 Derek Dragon Fruits. Wow. So I'll, I'll say that's certified Pattaya Colada. So that's high. There you go. 90. Good to know. So that's it. That's my final drive. I so. love it. I'm going to have to watch it. All right. I'm yeah. Excited. Give it a try. Give it, give the first episode a try and see what you think. After finals, so. that's all I'm going to do. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so anything else before we close it up? No, I think 119 was a hit. I think it was too. So, uh, thank you all for listening to episode 119 and we'll see you guys next time for 120. Later days.